0: the point after show
1: he's going savage run for your life and that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion we threw that game we gave it away by doing that we gave him the freaking game in my opinion that sucked uh, playoffs what are you talk about playoffs you kidding me playoffs I just hope we can win a game.
2: The Point After Show.
1: What can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do <laughs> We couldn't <laughs> throw. We threw in an interceptions. <laughs> just... <you> know, the <laughs> Point After Show.
2: The best goddamn fantasy football show in the world. Ready? Let's go.
0: Hey, yo! Thanks for tuning in to The Point After Show. I'm the host with the most fantasy points, Eddie Skarupa. I'm joined by brothers... Polly bag of walnuts, Lipko, and Tommy. I only bet the overs, Lipko, and also Joe Cabby, the producer, Caviston. This is our sixth episode. We're talking week seven, fantasy football. I'm about to go three and zero this week.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I know. It three gives me o. some gives me Don't some uh, yourself, gives me Ed. some uh, self confidence here. Yeah, before you go on further, yeah. I gotta say that was the greatest nickname so far yet. To <laughs> well,
3: Tommy I mean, only true. bets
1: the over.
3: I Lipco. know. I love it. 90,
1: Spot
0: on. 99% of the time. Though,
3: 99. I may have taken uh, two unders my entire life.
0: But, yeah, I mean, I am going to go 3-0 and this week unless some kind of miraculous thing happens to my other uh, components. But or, uh, So you're scratching a claw
1: out of the cellar end? Scratching kind of, a claw of it? I, It's giving me my
0: swag. I don't know. It's giving Uh-oh. me my swag back. Uh, how about you guys? How would you guys do?
3: Uh, I'm going to pull off the victory this week, which is good. You know, I, I'm playing your mom's fantasy. They're always uh, tough. They started off hot at the beginning of the year, but I'm climbing my way back with the victory this week, and uh, I'm gonna be in. Uh, I'm gonna be in playoffs if they started today.
1: I'll be honest in our uh, in our league of record. I'm I'm uh, I'm currently in first at five and one, but I'm about to lose to uh, to our pops to dad. Happy uh, who, birthday, dad. Happy birthday, dad. I love you. Uh, and, and your birthday gift, by the way, is me losing to you to this week. So. We plan that, so make
3: sure you mark that off as uh, part of my gift, too.
1: Yeah. Every year, man, the guy's got my number. No matter how bad I think his team is, he beats me. Um, other than that, my other two leagues, it looks like I'm probably going to go 1-1. 5-1 um, and one in one league, looks like I'm going to win that one again in ESPN. And then the other Yahoo, I'm 4-2, it. it looks like I'm going to lose in that one. So. Paul's pretty Kafe? high
3: on himself right now. Well, so you know, I, not, I would look, be, too. Let when me serve him up a piece two. of humble yeah, pie here listen, real quick. Paul, what
1: year did you win the Lipco's Legends? I, I've never won it. <laughs> okay. um, but when you're 5-1, 5-1, 4-2. All right, well, since I'm the
2: 2015 champion. Okay, uh,
3: and I mean, do you have that. one, too? Yeah, I have one. Initial year, 2008. And so. I have one, too. But, hey, Paul, you're killing it this year, man. Hey, listen, we got we could go on for days about why these
2: clown shoes all have a championship,
1: but we won't. We'll, we'll go on for days about why they have a championship. Let's. How about Cabby, How are you doing today? Did you get out uh, of the gutter two to this week? Yeah,
2: I'm either gonna go two and two or three and one uh, in my my four leagues, depending on how uh, Jimmy Graham does tonight. Well, I so, hope he does
1: nothing because I'm playing him in both leagues. So, I hope
2: he. Uh, I need twenty points. I of him. Be, goes, um,
1: I'm okay if he comes down with a little like turf toe for the for the game no, just no, no, and just goes and sits either. down.
2: Solid twenty out of him, and I'll win uh, my my former work league. <laughs> But um, in our league, I'm, I'm I'm getting back on track. I, I would be right in the running if I uh, had made one di- one different play last week.
3: Kev, I think you're going to be good with the Jimmy Grant uh, Grant play there. Uh, you look yeah. at the last three weeks; he's been a stud, averaging double digit fantasy points. So he, he has been. Uh, I'm kind of nervous. Like I said,
1: I'm playing against him in two leagues. At the beginning of the year, I would have been like no worries about that whatsoever. But the last couple of weeks, man, he has been putting up some numbers, double digit targets in almost every game lately. And it, it is
0: the Cardinals are at home. Their defense, you never know. Um They it's, both it's have top three
3: defenses yeah. too, which is surprising. They yeah, that's not really surprising. They've always had great defenses, but eh. You know.
1: Well obviously we everybody knows now that we're recording this before the game <laughs> happens, so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's break into our first segment. We've coined the name
0: of Weekly Bromance. I'll hand it over to Tom, and uh, let's see what his weekly
3: man crush is all about Uh, here in fantasy football. I'll tell you what. This man crush, he was someone else's trash, and I scooped him up. Thank you very much, Paul. You're welcome. My bromance this week is Jameson Crowder. Mr. Crowder, thank you very much for receiving over 100 yards this week and getting me over 14 fantasy points and leading my team – to a big victory, Mr. Jamison Crowder, you and I now have a bromance.
1: Well, one man's trash, another man's
3: treasure, so you're welcome for Mr. Crowder. My bromance
1: this week, polybag of walnuts, is somebody that nobody really cares about, but he's a kicker, and his name is Adam Vinatieri, and kickers need love too. So let me just tell you a little bit about Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri right now in most leagues is outscoring top 10 wide receivers, top 10 running backs, He's 14 for 14 extra points, which is not a not that it's it's not that common anymore to be on you know 14 for 14 extra points with 33 yard extra points, 16 for 16 for field goals and five 50 plus yard field goals. This guy is 143 years old. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like with, uh, I got a CBets. monster bromance considering he is outscoring guys like DeAndre Hopkins, guys like. Amari Cooper. Like, he's got Ooh. some points. Ooh. He was a bromance. You, Mr. Mr., uh, Mr. Vinatieri, keep on keeping on, brother. I'll see you in another 10 years, still kicking. Hopefully. All right, as long as you didn't
0: say John Brown. And then not you know. ex- a yeah, yeah. kicking. The, how about, uh, how about you, I'll cab? set the point after show. Do not condone. Uh, John Brown's activities. Josh like. Brown. He's Josh Brown. Josh Brown. So, Josh Brown. Josh Brown. Yeah. John Brown's okay. John he's okay. Yeah, yeah. John Brown. Well, he's hurt too. So. But Don't worry we'll about it. To Nobody's edit. gonna hear that. We're gonna edit that. <laughs> yeah,
1: <right here>. <laughs> <laughs> On to you, Cav. <laughs> <laughs> As he's done sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! He just sneezed all over the mic. Ladies and gentlemen,
3: make sure you go to your local CVS for your flu, <laughs> Get your flu shot. shot. It's yeah. cold and flu season.
1: You'll see Cavie there in the rash aisle. <laughs> all for free. <laughs> Musin XX. Right,
3: Cavie, you done?
2: You good? All right. My weekly bromance this week is Michael Crabtree.
1: Go figure. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Hey, hey. I hey. didn't think, see this uh, calf hey. the Speaking us, of buddy. crabs.
2: I think we have to start asking ourselves, is he actually the number one receiver in Oakland? Or no, he has ninety points and Amari Cooper only has eighty nine point five. <laughs> so uh Ooh, that half point I mean, discount. <laughs> I also think we have to start asking ourselves, am I actually a genius, uh, for playing both of them every single week? Because I think there's a quick answer. I'm kinda that. I'm kinda I'm kinda cashed in on it now. So
1: the answer is no. Yeah,
2: my weekly bronzer.
3: One in
1: five. Yeah.
3: yeah. No, no, it's good playing them. Keep going. You, you are, are a genius for uh,
1: putting Eddie Lacy on your injured reserve. That was a good move. Yeah, by he's him. on my, on
2: my injured reserve. But
1: the the
0: only th- the only game I would say division wise would be I wouldn't start both of those guys against the Denver Broncos because right. You know what I mean. Clearly. But that's just me.
2: So yes, this week. This week, my bromance is going squarely to Michael Crabtree.
0: All right. This is Eddie, your host of the most fantasy points this week, I think. Um, My weekly bromance, and for some reason, the number three is just stuck with me with Melvin Gordon. He had three TDs today. I have him in three leagues. This is the third time he's caught at least seven catches. He's a must-start every week. He has now ten total touchdowns through his seven games that he's played. Me and him have a solid relationship. I expect... uh, my fantasy, just to thrive with him going forward, and uh, he's
2: he's a solid foundation for me. Would you uh, say you could see this being a long term bromance? Um,
0: I can I can see a good foreseeable future with me okay, and like and Melvin franchising
3: him Eddie Is that what you're trying to get at here? I'm
0: not going to go franchise now. Okay, maybe so see... you're not looking to commit. And maybe, let
3: me ask one question: maybe a Chris,
0: casual Maybe bromance. Kristen
1: Michael. <laughs> All right, Polly, who are you hitting the panic button on this week? So I'm hitting the panic button on a couple guys this week. First and foremost, top of my list is Todd Gurley. Todd Ooh. Gurley, across seven games this season, has officially done this. He's averaging 12 points a game for his uh, for his owners, 57 yards a game, and he's only got three touchdowns on the ground. For me, as a guy that was probably drafted in the first seven picks, average draft picks in a in a, in a in the draft, I'm huge on the panic button for this guy.
3: I'm not huge on the panic well, button. Well, that's because you own him, so I yeah, get it. Yeah, but here's the thing over the last five weeks, he's averaging almost 14 and a half fantasy points. Look at you fourteen and a half and a half? Over the last five no, weeks. Yeah,
1: but I'm saying that that's, that's good as a guy that was your number one pick probably I'll overall. Take,
3: I'll take a consistent 14 and a half. Yeah. But it's
1: not consistent. He's averaging 12.
3: Over seven games. Over, There's only been seven season. games in the yeah, year. So, he's so the last five 12. weeks. So you take the first two weeks out. We're obviously brought his average down. The only thing that's helping him, quite honestly, is the fact that he's starting to finally get a couple catches. You no, know, he's, catch- he's catching multiple but catches But man, I'm telling you now, days. they they put him up there with the Do likes of... Do not worry about Todd Gurley. They put
1: him up there at the beginning of the season with the likes of David Johnson, and it's just not happening. David Johnson, who else?
3: So you have one fantasy player better than him. Look at Odell Beckham. Zeke Elliott? Odell Beckham? They're putting Zeke up Elliott's fans. better than him? Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about the people you drafted in the first round that are busters right now. You have DeAndre Hopkins, you know, all these people that are, are Speaking pretty... of which, DeAndre
1: Hopkins is my second guy on the list.
3: <laughs>
1: so my second panic button of the week, or of the year so far, is DeAndre Hopkins. Seven games. Very similar numbers, as a matter of fact, to what I just said for Todd Gurley. Averaging the same 12 points, 59 yards a game, three touchdowns across seven games. Let's be honest, he has a quarterback issue to worry about. Anybody have D-Hops on their team that should be worried? I didn't even draft them? because I uh, I never liked D-Hops came into this season just with all the hype in the world. There were people talking about franchising DeAndre Hopkins after last season. And Paul, I think that Paul people. Paul was one of them. I, I, no, it was not one of them. But I will tell you this: he was the only guy on my team that actually could have been considered last year, but he wasn't even being considered. But having Brock Osweiler on that team, as the quarterback, just absolutely kills DeAndre Hopkins' value completely. And now he's got Denver. He's staring down Denver this week uh, on Monday night, tonight. As a matter of fact, uh, I mean, it's 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 not good.
3: No, here, this is why you're way off with this one again. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins is averaging a little over 12 points of fantasy, uh, in fantasy points each week. You already have to figure that he already played Kansas City, New England, Tennessee, and Minnesota's defenses. Some of the best defenses in the NFL. Brock's getting a little bit better each week. D-Hop's going to do his he's numbers. He's got to
1: play them every, twice a year, those guys. Yeah. They're in their, the same division. You know what I mean? So he's got those guys all the time. So for me, I'm I'm definitely pressing the panic button on DeAndre Hopkins. My my third panic button
3: is. Can I ask a quick question? Sure. What does panic button mean? Do you drop them? Just so we're clear here, do you drop them? Do you do you not start them? What is for panic me the here? panic button is
1: is I'm not getting the value that I I was looking for him him and I'm probably looking I'm never dropping these guys they're 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 not droppable guys as a matter of fact I don't even think most leagues would let you drop them so, so, but they are guys that you need to go out and you need to try and get some kind of value for with a trade bottle package them up for something with someone to get somebody else.
2: So so would it be safe to say that the panic button means that you're panicking? That's that's a good observation, oh, yes. There yes. we go. Cabbage Can we good. hear the button again? Yes, that is a
1: great observation, Cavi. The panic button means that I am panicking. I'm not getting the points that I had anticipated getting off this guy. He's my number one in whatever particular position, and it's not happening.
0: And the longer you hold on to them, the longer the value goes going down. down. Absolutely. Yeah, so you're not going
1: to get what you might get this week for them two weeks from now. So, so my, my, my my third guy on this list is Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey across 7 games, let's be honest, has been an absolute nightmare. He's averaging 9 points a game, 0 touchdowns, 74 yards a game. Tom, would you would you agree with me on him as being a little bit a little bit on the nervous side for him? I can't I'm going
3: to disagree again. Okay. Alshon Do You have him Jeffrey. on your team too, or did? I just pick I your whole team. I don't have him. Well, yes. you did pick a lot of people on my team uh, cuz your team sucks. Looking at some of the people you have on this big list, but um, Alshon Jeffrey I think you should panic for your team then. I'm not worried about it. Alshon Jeffrey is a- averaging double-digit di- uh, targets over the last two weeks. You know with Hoyer going down, Cutler's coming back, and those two love each other. They love the connection. That's his go-to guy. I think Alshon Jeffery is going to be the man there. He's going to get all those targets back. This is the time where you should be panicking about Cameron Meredith if you picked him up. Get rid of him because you have the Cutler to Alshon Jeffery connection coming back. I give you some credit. I, I do agree
1: with you that Cutler coming back, Probably would make you feel a little bit better about Alshon, um, but I'm still panicking on him. My next guy, um, which I know pretty, oh, positive, again. pretty positive Tommy's going to disagree with me on this one, uh, but Brandon Marshall. Um, again, across the course of the season, he's averaging 11 points, uh, 72 yards receiving, and he only has two touchdowns. Um, Again, a guy taken in the first two rounds of most fantasy drafts. He was a number one wide receiver. They have tons and tons of quarterback issues going on there. Um, Thought that they were switching quarterbacks this week and going with Geno Smith. Geno made it, I don't know, like 16 minutes before he got hurt. Now we're back to, I can't find the right guys to throw to (laughs) Kirkpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Uh, inside I mean, joke. <laughs> yeah, how do, you, how do you possibly think that you're not worried about him? I even have him in a different league, and I'm worried about him. So, tell me, Tom, what you see better in him.
3: Well, like you uh, mentioned, I see Fitzpatrick coming back. Mm-hmm. So, Fitzpatrick was the guy for six games in about and, and, <clears throat> every and, bit of 14
1: minutes that he and didn't Brain And Brandon
3: play. Marshall have a double-digit target. So, yeah, I'm not worried about that. He's still going to get the looks. He's not getting in the end zone. They're going to get in the end zone. Fitzpatrick's going to turn it around. And I think that Brandon Marshall, look at they have Cleveland next week. I think you start looking to trade. They about. have Cleveland next week. Look what AJ Green did today. They have Miami, the Rams, Colts. So he's got a couple favorable matches, matchups coming up. So my last guy on this list um, is Jarvis Landry. So Paul officially picked my entire team. Well,
1: if I had Tommy's entire team, I would absolutely be in panic mode. I'd probably be trying to trade the whole thing. Based on Tommy's record
3: alone, that's I'm a glass-half-full kind of guy, so I'm... He's an ass-half-cracked kind of guy. Yeah. So uh,
1: Jarvis Landry, across the seven games he's played, is averaging 12 points, 82 yards, and he has officially gotten in the end zone one time this year. Uh, give me a reason not to panic on him, Tom.
3: Does anybody else want to say anything?
1: Or I'll say something. I, I
0: think in a PPR league, Jarvis Landry's he's doing okay.
1: He's averaging 12 points a game. That's with a PPR league, by the way half point or half full point. point it's a half point ppr yeah, yeah. okay. okay well still but, still there's people that play him in standard leagues People drafted like a yeah. leagues. but yeah, you, this
3: you you drafted him as a wide receiver too so you knew you were getting yourself into not a lot of touchdowns a lot of catches a lot of yards he has 500 yards on the season you know you're, 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 last year he only had what four touchdowns so i'm not worried about him definitely not panicking he's on my squad well, these, As everybody pretty much here was. Well, guys, these Don't are my panic.
1: these are my panic buttons of the week. You could check out the rest of the panic buttons on the website at www.thepointaftershow.com and check out my uh, my my article, the Panic Button. It comes out on Fridays. All right, let's get into our next uh,
0: waiver wire segment. Here's Tommy's top targets. All right, Tom, who are you uh, targeting this week for a waiver wire pickup?
3: So if I'm looking on the waiver wire, of course I'm going to go, you know, Paul bashed my team earlier. I'm going to go with a couple guys that I have on my team. First off, I'm going to start wide receiver Jamison Crowder. He's only owned 36% of uh, fantasy leagues. The past five of seven weeks, he had over double-digit fantasy points. Definitely go pick this guy up. You need him. The next person I have, he's owned in about 52% of the leagues. He's had his bye this past week, Cole Beasley. Uh, five or six weeks with double-digit points. Uh, he's already had his bye, so that's a big, big positive if you need someone to definitely plug and flex or wide receiver position. I know Eddie's got this guy, so, Ed. I love Cole Beasley. He's a solid there, yeah, especially when Dak but, Prescott but, is but, the quarterback. but,
1: but, but everybody... Des Bryant's coming back, aren't we worried?
0: Des Bryant uh, I don't I don't see I don't I think don't s- we're in Dallas anymore. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're in Texas anymore with Des Bryant. But, he, he but, just,
1: but what happens if Tony Romo comes back? Is he gonna throw to Cole Beasley?
3: I don't think Tony Romo's coming back. I Ever. think this is Dak Prescott's team going forward. They're solid with them. Why would they change things? Yeah. I don't think I don't they're think. winning. So definitely, definitely pick up Cole Beasley. The next guy I have here, uh, he may only be there for two, three weeks, maybe one week. Who knows? Uh with Jordan Reed out. I'm looking at Vernon Davis. He's only owned in about 22% of the leagues. Jordan Reed, he's ruled out next week, so you know you have Vernon Davis. He's probably he's retiring, got, according to Cavi. He's definitely yeah. retiring. And I Vegas
1: picked up Vernon actually, Davis. Too. Vegas actually called Cavi and said, hey, uh, can we put a line on that and we'll give you some
3: of that money? Because that's a spot on bet.
2: He's got to retire. You know, right? the, only,
3: the only downfall of Vernon Davis is he has a week nine bye, so look out for that. I have another guy here at running back from the Minnesota Vikings, Matt Asiata. He's only owned in about 20% of the leagues. Already is by, so that's always a solid jerk. Uh, McKinnon, he's out, so, you know, Asiata's the man there. Couldn't agree more. I yeah. love him. Um, you know He's got a decent schedule coming up, too, so if you could get him, go get him.
2: Although M- McKinnon is the man because he was going to wear Harambe McKinnon's spikes this week. Hurt. He's yeah. hurt. I know, but he has M- Harambe.
3: And well, he could wear Harambe spikes in his bag. Spikes out
2: for yeah. Harambe. Yeah. Spikes out for Harambe. Him and
1: Harambe are actually hanging out right now together. On the IR.
2: Too soon. Wowzers. Too soon. Yeah. yeah. Too, it's soon. Never,
1: it's too real. Never, it's never too soon. Too don't real. cut that, by it's the actually, way. Don't even <laughs> cut it.
3: So the, I'm going to stream a defense here. You know, everybody, they're always looking for that defense play. Either a team doesn't have a good matchup or their team's on bye. Look for the Jets this week. They got Cleveland. You know, Cleveland's on their sixth running or quarterback this year, if you're coming prior. So definitely go with them. They have Cleveland, Miami, and the Rams coming up. I definitely think that's the next waiver wire pickup if you're looking for a defensive stream.
0: I, I agree. I love the Jets because I I actually drafted them as my defense. They had seven sacks against the Bengals their first week. You can read about that in my last week's advice to pick them up this week, which they had a solid week. They, oh, uh, 12 fantasy points. I think
1: if the Jets if hey, you if the Jets are playing, and I think you're spot on with this. I think if the Jets are playing teams that don't have a passing quarterback, which you just named three straight teams that they don't pass the ball very well at all. The Jets are terrible against the pass, but they are phenomenal against the run. Uh, the only thing I, the only trouble I even heard in those three games coming up would be Ajayi, but I think that they're really, really strong against the run. I love that stream for the next three weeks. Good pick.
3: So you can find the rest of the waiver wire pickups on the website at thepointaftershow.com. Waiver wire pickups by Tom Lipko. So check it out there. All right, let's move it on to Cavities. WTF,
2: Deshaun Jackson, what the fuck, man? So. For all you Deshaun Jackson owners out there I think it's finally time we say to each other hey let's drop this guy week in week out we hear the defense isn't that good this is a perfect matchup for him to come out he doesn't do it unless he's running straight down the field and able to outrun somebody he's of absolutely no use week one 13 points week two five points week three 19 points week four one point week five five points week six seven points week seven six points and he only got those six points because of garbage time this week it's absolutely ridiculous this guy needs to go back keep shooting his instagram model reality tv show all that nonsense that he's doing out there in la i I don't even know what to do jordan reed's dead vernon davis is alive i picked him up Kirk cousins just flat out sucks it's over for deshaun jackson you know what deshaun jackson all i have to say to you is wtf man wtf This week's episode of the Point After Show is brought to you by the Leonard Theater in beautiful downtown Scranton, Pennsylvania. Coming December 11th, Trapped. Headstrong, they'll take you on. Coming December 1st, just announced today, the Ataris. Performing their hits like Boys of Summer and In This Diary. Come check out the Ataris, come check out Trapped. The Leonard Theater in beautiful Scranton, Pennsylvania, bringing original music back to Scranton.
0: Alright, Cavi, you did your WTF... Let's keep it explicit for a hot minute and do the... I want, I want to ask you, you're a big Raiders fantasy owner here. I'm a big Raiders fan. I want to ask you, fuck, Mary kill, Michael Crabtree, Amari Cooper, Derek Carr. Answer me that.
2: All right. Mm-hmm. So based solely on this week, I'm, I'm going to reluctantly fuck Crabtree. Fantasy-wise. Fantasy-wise, yeah. Yeah, thank you yeah. for clearing Fantasy-wise, that. Fantasy-wise, fuck Crabtree. Uh, went off this week, scored a bunch of points. I'm gonna marry Derek Carr because he's my consistent guy. That every week he's gonna give me the points I need. And for the last two weeks, I'm gonna kill Amari Cooper because he's been screwing me over. He doesn't
3: mean that seriously. No. Right. Yeah, just... I mean,
2: I'm gonna fantasy kill him. Yes. Not real life. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is, but there is one, and I'm not gonna actually kill him. This is hypothetical. Yeah, this is hypothetically actually, for a segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
0: uh,
2: Amari, but, uh, I still love you in real life.
0: But, yeah, I mean, even we talked about Amari Cooper last week about the Allen Robinson trade that you have. Might be looking up.
2: No. No? Okay. No, I'm holding fast to my genius of playing the majority of my offense as Raiders players because it works two out of seven weeks so far. So. Okay,
0: speaking of dumb-dumb moves,
1: let's go to the dumb-dumb <laughs> dumb moves of the week.
0: Dumb-dumb.
2: So our dumb-dumb segment, guys, is
1: comes straight from our Twitter account and our email bag. Of listeners and viewers that send us some of the dumb moves that they have seen in their league or made themselves. Our first one comes from Twitter at Smoke Too Good, and his dumb dumb move was he benched Jay Ajayi this week for Jordan Howard. Jay Ajayi in his league put up 35 points, 214 yards and a touchdown versus Jordan Howard's two points, seven carries. 22 yards. I think his name says it all on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. he definitely smokes too good. I think you know.
2: smoking too good needs to smoke too less.
1: And I think we can all agree that this was a dum The next one we have is at Griebel. This guy sounds familiar.
2: dead dum
3: Never heard of him. Never heard of him? Um, hmm. I think I hung out with him once or twice.
2: Heard <laughs> of him, blocked him on Twitter. At Griebel <laughs> on Twitter
3: Dum-dum.
1: Says that he actually benched Andrew Luck this week dum And started his man, Eli Manning. dum And by the way, this actually came out on Twitter on Saturday to let us know he was doing this. dum Obviously, we all know Andrew Luck went off for 36 points versus Eli Manning's typical 7 points. So I'm pretty...
3: You can't spell elite without Eli, right, Grebel?
1: That's right, Griebel. You cannot spell elite without Manning or yeah. junk or garbage. garbage. And this week, you can't spell Griebel without dum Dirty diaper, and our last one comes in at in yo head from Twitter, and he benched Spencer Ware. Dum-dum. He sounds like the trash talker of the league. He does actually. I, when I read this, I actually thought it was you.
2: Uh,
1: his it's at in yo head, and he benched Spencer Ware for Jamal Charles. Dum-dum. So, in fairness, it did sound exactly like something Tommy would have done, right? I don't have Spencer Ware, so I wouldn't have done that. But you would have done it, had you... It also
2: sounds like a song by, like, the Cranberries, right? you 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 told
0: me
3: to start... Ja- Jamal Charles overspecialized, and then and then a few days later, after I told you that, a few came days meaning like Sunday night, you decided <laughs> no. it was a bad idea. No, th- he was doubtful going into the game. They didn't even think it was going to be so active.
1: S- so Spencer Ware went off for 21 fantasy points. Jamal Charles put up his goose sweet, egg. sweet goose egg. We can all agree that that was a. Dun-dum. And that, is, say that, and that is our Dumb Dumb segments. If you guys have any more dum Dumb things that happen in your league or you do them yourself, dumb. feel free to send them to our email at thepointaftershow at gmail.com or hit up any of us on Twitter. Dumb.
2: We'd like to thank our sponsor, Carmen Winters Realty. As we mentioned last week, if you're looking for a guy who could sell you a house, Carmen's the guy to go to. Check out carmenwinters.com. C-A-R-M-E-N. W-I-N-T-E-R-S dot com. If you're looking for a house, this guy will get you in it.
1: Do it with Carm. He'll show you no harm.
0: We're going to end tonight the emotional segment and get down to a deeper tone in the fantasy football world. Dear Diary, Tom, go
3: ahead. Dear Diary, this week I'm writing all about my man, my fantasy draft pick, Isaiah Crowell. I haven't really said much nice to say about this guy the last few weeks, but he came out to prove me wrong i love him i drafted him i'll keep on loving him with those sweet 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 dreadlocks i love you isaiah crowell and do me good things going forward
1: dear diary today i realized that rex ryan could be the dumbest son of a bitch in football instead of acknowledging his star running back was hurt and needed a week of rest to get better what does this clown shoot do he rushes LaShawn mccoy back into the lineup with a problematic hamstring injury only to make it worse and ultimately take a big fat shit all over LaShawn McCoy owners and their season. For this, I say, Mr. Ryan, go fuck yourself. Sincerely, Paul.
2: Dear diary, I believe it's finally time that I end my relationship with Eddie Lacey. I wrote him this letter, and I hope he enjoys it. Dear Eddie, I hate your stinking guts. You make me vomit. You are the scum between my toes. You wait... 265 pounds last week and couldn't keep your stupid ass on the ground you have a sprained ankle you think that 265 pounds coming back down to earth on a sprained ankle is a good idea it's not eddie have fun working for pizza hut or playing in cleveland next year i don't know what's worse love Cavi.
0: dear diary forget those bad things i wrote about you in my last week's entry i was unsure of who to start this week spencer ware or jamal charles my tears and fears of confusion were made as clear as a cloudy day. Jamal Charles on the injury report with the knee swelling at the end of the week was just the prayer I needed. Start where? That, that's all that I heard in my head was start where? Thank you, diary. You are a source of grief for my fantasy football emotions. I don't know what I would do without you. I love you, Ed. P.S. Be sure to drink your Oval team. Thanks for tuning in and listening to The Point After Show. Be sure to email your qu- fantasy football questions to Show at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. S- subscribe to us on iTunes. Visit our website at thepointaftershow.com for weekly rankings, blogs, and all their fantasy football information. And catch all new episodes of our podcast on Tuesdays now and Fridays. And also on Twitter at Point After Show. My Twitter handle is at Escarupa. That's e S K O R U P A underscore P A S Tom, what's yours?
3: Mine, you can get me at uh, T Lip underscore the P A S at Twitter. Paul, what, what's your ears?
1: Mine is at Paul underscore the
2: P A SHOW. Feel free to send me love or hate. Cavi, how about you? My Twitter is Cavi underscore the P A S. And I just like to reiterate what Eddie said. Everybody, right now, if you're listening to this on iTunes, hit subscribe. It helps us out more than you know.